0: So oh, yeah. we should be good to go. So how are you going, Steve? You all good?
1: Yeah, I'm I'm doing pretty good right now. Um, working on a lot of stuff, so pretty busy, but feel kind of productive. So I'm digging
0: it. Oh, well, that's good. Good yeah. being productive. Good being productive. Because um, sometimes like how do you say it? When you do when you're not doing much, it kind of things just get really boring. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I had like a lot of like little ups and downs and phases like that over quarantine you know yeah um it's just been like a little roller coaster but i've hit a pretty productive like uh streak so (laughs) kind of feeling that
0: well that's good actually i mean that's because um i'm not sure what covid's like in america still but like how's that all going
1: oh right yeah um i have some friends actually in new zealand right now they told me it's it's doing pretty good over here over there but um here in the US, um, things look like they're starting to get better. Vaccines are rolling out. Uh, my mom just got the vaccine. Um, but yeah, everybody's still masked up and, uh, and, uh, actually, yeah. Dining, dining started to get more loose too. So, uh, they're doing like outdoor dining and stuff like that. It, for a few months earlier, it was like no malls, no dining. Um, just take out and stuff like that but things are starting
0: to open up a little more too yeah that's so. good that's good that's good to hear because i was talking with um if you know chris from creative chip i was talking with him like a couple i think it was um god i can't remember it was like a couple of weeks ago because he's living he lives in los angeles as well so this was actually kind of helpful yeah. knowing what the time was to do this podcast oh, cool. i
1: didn't know you was
0: in la yeah he's in LA. i don't know which part in la but um yeah, so he was just talking to me about that and talked about how last year and how he went with that kind of like work-wise. But um, are, are you still at school at the moment?
1: Um, So I'm a senior in high school right now. And uh, I think, yeah, this entire year it's been online. Uh, I just actually got some mail from the school asking whether I'd like to come back, but it's definitely not going to be the same. What they're doing is... Uh, well, we're do, right now. We're at, we're doing Zoom online for school. So the option to come back would be to just sit in a classroom with the same like uh, 15, 20 people, and then an adult who's not really a teacher, kind of just watching us while we do Zoom our Zoom classes there. So um,
0: okay, that's very weird. I don't think I'm gonna do it. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll probably win if I probably wouldn't fucking do it. <laughs> Seems a bit pointless, you know.
1: Honestly. Yeah, I kind of like all the time that you get here. And if we're not going to have a, actual teachers, if we're not going to be able to see our friends, because it's the same 20 students like all day, um, which I, I understand why they do that, but it's just, it's not going to, like, obviously you can't have like, thir- be seeing thir- or like six sets of 30 different kids, like for each period, you know, um, just because, um, you know, you can't be around that many people right now, but uh, I understand why they do it, but it's just. Not
0: for me, I guess. No, it's each to their own,
1: isn't
0: it? Yeah, go ahead. I was saying, it's each to your own, isn't it? You know? But, yeah. But, um, how's all your photography stuff going? Because I, for some some reason, because I I follow your work, but for some reason, Instagram doesn't, like, show it on my feed, for some reason, even though, like, I go, I have to, like, go and actually search your... yeah, page
1: I, I find myself doing that a lot these days now too like i don't i, I basically don't rely on instagram's like scrolling page anymore um, it just doesn't really show me anything i want to look at all the time um, it shows me some of the some of the photographers that i follow a lot closely so that's like helpful but definitely makes me forget about all the other accounts that i've like followed i don't, I don't know how many people I've, I've followed like a thousand or something probably probably some other yeah a thousand three hundred people and barely see any other work so mm. yeah um usually the story reshares are, are really helpful to help me or re- uh, helps remind me of those accounts that i use or that i follow up, but just don't see their work around it
0: mm. well, that's cool Liz, that because like yeah like i say because I, I really like your stuff because like, i've been but like i said i have to go and search for it or like you know you pop up on the instagram stories and such i keep getting the this like it's great seeing the same people post but it's kind of like oh, i want to see something different <laughs> you know
1: yeah,
0: yeah but yeah actually i wanted to just now i just remember that we need, we need to talk about some tour photography stuff i usually don't like you know going i know when i do this podcast stuff i kind of like i'm just more interested about like you know just the person like you know you probably you've been on other podcasts where you've been asked probably the same questions you know yeah but um I think, uh, I've
1: been on the, the one that one uh, toy photo cast from uh, Dakota Spicer hmm. uh, Day, so. yeah or I think it's Dgs photography now but um that's his new handle but yeah I've been on that one but that was I think two years ago so shit
0: that's that's one that's very long I didn't think it was two years but shit
1: it must have been two years. I think it was before yeah it must have been before quarantine yeah yeah but quarantine's just got my like timeline kind of fading weirdly
0: you know know, oh no definitely definitely i have to i so i have to ask like i probably need to ask at least one tour photography question but it's going to just be a simple one but like if you can you can go into as in-depth as you want but like so what's like your full process for every for every photo
1: okay so um for for a lot of photos it's it's very different but uh, usually an idea comes comes up like whether I'm watching something um, I'm like oh shit I want to recreate that sorry can we curse on this
0: yeah go ahead All right. as long as it's not as long as it's not too bad
1: yeah <laughs> um yeah. <laughs> I'm not trying to get nasty um but uh yeah, sometimes I'll, I'll just be watching something and I'm like, yeah, I definitely want to create, recreate that scene. Or um, if I'm watching just something totally random, I'll, I'll like, catch like, there's something that just I started doing more recently, I guess is like, I, I do some like photography, like regular general photography, and I'm starting to film now too. Um, so I kind of I'm kind of like developing an eye for in movies where they'll use a light a way that I like and I'm like, I definitely need to incorporate how they use this in in a shot, or try to try my best to recreate that lighting here. So, um, so it's kind of little like, never like a full um, idea comes to me at once. It's mostly like little things here and there, and then they get developed into their own like kind of thing, or they get or ideas get like um, come together. But then at, after that point, um, if I don't have a figure in mind already, I'll start looking around just like searching my bin for a figure that I think would best fit this um, shot idea, because I, I know a lot of people will um, pick up the figure first. Um, when they go to shoot, they're like, I really want to shoot him today. So I'll figure out a shot with him. Um, for me, it's a little bit different. Sometimes that'll happen, of course, but um, a lot of the time it's more, I have like an image in my head and what character or what figure do I have that can best fill that role for that image that I want to create. So, um. Usually that'll happen. I'll figure that point out, and uh, more more often than not, I'll have to like write it down on my uh, whiteboard because I'll because if I don't like um, if I don't um, keep that idea in my head for more than a day, then it'll just totally disappear. So having a whiteboard is really helpful. But um, uh, where was I? After that point, um, after figuring out what figure I want to do. Um, kind of figure out um usually i'll have like an environment in my head already and then and then i'll put the figure in the environment or environment and figure or figure the environment or oh my god i'm I'm mixing up my words but that's all
0: good so good
1: i mean um yeah either either i'll have an environment and then i'll want to put my figure in that place or have the figure that i want to shoot and the idea and then kind of bring in what environment best suits it based on like what materials I have. Like, uh, I'll use a lot of the time recently, at least for my indoor shoots, I'll be using like a digital background. I'll use like my laptop. Um, Otherwise, I'll just use like diorama pieces I have here and there. I have a piece made by Dakota who I was signed by earlier. And uh, I have just, I've been collecting like little, um, actually, I have one of those NECA Street Dio sets. I have one of those and I just bought some uh, Pop-up, dyra, pop-up diodes. pop-up I think they're extreme sets, um, but yeah. So I've been using those as as kind of like my environment, or I'll take it outside if that's that's the idea that that'll happen. And uh, uh, either way, um, the next thing that kind of comes next is uh, setting up, and that's just that's just a matter of getting all the pieces in the right place and making sure everything stays without falling over. Um, a lot of the time, I'll, I'll definitely be going for very like backlit setups. So I'll make sure if I'm shooting in, indoors and I have my lights charged and everything, and uh, try to rig up a setup. Um, a lot, it's very, my setups, my indoor setups at least, are very kind of like hodgepodge jank, nothing like professional, but it's always like stacking a book underneath the light, trying to, try to get it into the right place, stack another book because it needs to get higher. Um, have things balancing here and there um, it, I, I definitely don't have it down to a science each, each shot is different but um but yeah that's that's kind of like my process um, a lot of the times most of the time I'll, I'll try to incorporate some kind of effect um, if it's if if there's no like effect needed like rain or or fireworks or anything like that then i' almost always just like try to get some like fog in there and i just like uh, blow some smoke to chest just, just like uh, create some depth with the lighting um but but yeah that's that's basically <laughs>
0: no that's pretty good that's like it's just like i'm always interested in what other people's like thought process is because i mean like um everyone's different eh in the terms of how they approach it like like you say some people just bring a like a box full of figures with them and they go out and then they're kind of like, okay, I have a Stormtrooper or whatever, I'll just use that. But it's like, mm. you know, for like us, it's kind of like we already have like the figure we want to use. Like we already have it in our heads, realistically, but it's just trying to make it like, you know, trying to put it onto like actual, you know, like like on a whiteboard, That's you know, nodding it down and everything. Because like, I'm a forgetful guy. I forget I forget everything in like five minutes if you, if you told me something. Yeah you know Me so too. i have to i have to write it down on a piece of paper or i write it down on my laptop you know because some things just come like in the middle of the night you know that's saying it's like mm-hmm. an idea comes Getting in the middle of the night available. and you have to like I, as soon as i get it i have to jump out of bed write it down so i have everything like so i'm prepared for it but um do you ever so like in terms of like you know when you're each photo you post is there like do you have like a break in between that or do you just kind of go onto the next thing
1: um you mean like between each individual post or like yeah. times that i post
0: and times that i do something else yeah so like so like um, so like, um cuz like with me i've i've not i've not post i don't post like three times a week anymore cuz i don't have the mm-hmm. time to do it i think i post every like three weeks now when i get the time so is it like similar right. for you where it's like, you, you have like a break in between each photo.
1: That is pretty similar. Um, usually I don't, I don't try to like schedule like race or, or anything like that. I kind of just like shoot as I feel like I, I really want to shoot. Um, Cause I have a lot of little hobbies that I, I like doing mostly art related. Like uh, I draw sometimes I uh, paint sometimes. Um, uh, I'll work on sculpting, or or um, or trying to tailor. I'm trying to learn how to tailor, I guess. And um, so I'll 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 try to like take um, take moments to develop each kind of skill. Otherwise, I won't be able to maintain it all. Um, so a lot of the times, I'll I'll have like little breaks between when I shoot and when I don't shoot having like phases, like ups and downs of like motivation to go do that one thing. Um, I try for a while, I've tried to, sh- to try to post like, um, uh, like, I don't know, maybe like six or seven times a month. Try, um, a lot of the times I'll try to push myself to, um, to post every like day or every other day, but usually that doesn't last more than like maybe a, a few weeks of me trying to do that then I'll try to refocus on a different skill that I'm trying to Yeah. Or a different art form that I'm trying to explore. That's um, cool. I'm trying to explore a lot of art forms, but photography is definitely one that I've really stuck with.
0: Yeah. Have you, so, uh, is, yeah. you is your is your fa- is like I is your like you know, like your fascination with art and such, is that like a is have you just is your family been like artistic or is it just like you've just been generally interested?
1: yeah my, my family and the people around my house they're a lot of the time they're they're working on something so that atmosphere definitely pushes me to try to step into different art forms and and get what I can from those experiences and and explore them yeah so my dad he uh, his name's uh, Steve also <laughs> but um He also, he goes by Zulu Gremlin, which is, which is his uh, b-boy name. He's a b-boy and uh, kind of a hip hop historian as sorts. So he's always like making beats in my living room, or uh, he's recording a track or, um, or, or he does like, uh, he does lives and stuff um, and podcasts to talk about that stuff. So. Um, hearing that in my house along with the the stuff my sisters do. My sister loves like crocheting and my other sister plays the guitar Yeah, I have a younger sister and an older sister um, and my younger sister, she plays piano my older sister plays the guitar sometimes so music is definitely um, something that inspires me and helps me just like I don't know bring out my creative side because it's something that I kind of like hear almost subconsciously affecting me because it's always going around, going on around my house. So, uh, yeah, it's, I just have a very, I'm just lucky enough to have a very creative atmosphere at home that, that helps me, um, and motivates me.
0: That's really cool because it's great having like a family like that. That, that's always like, it's always creating something, you know, like being very creative, like, now, this is no shade on my parents, but like both my parents are like nurses, right? They're not like overly artistic. And it's like when I do like, like I do other artistic stuff and like, you know, I'll they they'll wondering what I'm doing. I show them what I'm doing. They're like, oh, yeah, that's really cool. I'm thinking I put like, <laughs> I'm like, okay, thanks. You know, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's really cool that you got like such like inspiration there, you know? but I'm not saying my friend, my parents are inspiring, but it's like, you know, trying to get like, when you're like the only artist in the family, you know, like you're, you're I'm the only one that's kind of like creating stuff, you know, it's kind of like a bit tiring.
1: Yeah, I, I understand. I'm, I'm definitely really lucky, uh, as it comes with, with the family that I was just born in, and that um, that really nurtured my creativity, I guess. Um, I'm extremely thankful for that, uh, but,
0: but, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I was, next thing I just want to say because you've got like a big fucking bedroom, like I know you got like a huge ass room. It's 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 like literally, I could probably fit my room in that room. But um, so like, where do you keep all the figures in there? Do you just keep them like in the bo- in boxes and such, or? I can, I can
1: actually
0: show you. Is video gonna be on the podcast? Uh, well, no. I I, I, I can try and describe it. I'll will describe it for everyone. Okay, so everyone, Steve is Steve is turning around in his chair.
1: So, um, right here behind me is my desk.
0: Oh and, shit! Uh,
1: uh, my grandparents—they were actually gonna throw out this desk, but about two months ago, I think it was, they came and uh, they came and brought the desk over, and I cleaned it up in my room. So we yeah, have here is a shelf. A shelf. I actually like set this up about like maybe a month ago. So it's still pretty fresh with me too. But I have a shelf here with just, I, I basically just keep most of my uh, either customs that I don't want damaged in like a bin, or I'll keep um, just like new figures that I want to shoot. So like if I have ideas for shooting them, I'll, or, um, if I have ideas like written down on my whiteboard to shoot for them, I'll keep them out so, so that I actually pick it up and go shoot it. A lot of the times, I won't shoot my ideas. Um, yeah. I need to shoot my ideas, man. I have I have a lot of ideas <laughs> to shoot, but I just haven't gotten to much many of them.
0: Really, that looks uh, so fucking up cool.
1: Here... What's
0: that? I was saying that looks so cool. I'm just amazed by that.
1: Thank you. <laughs> and then uh, up here, I have uh, my a f- few hot toys that I have like, five now, and then I just have some other. Kind of miscellaneous i kind of like like to randomize what figures go up here mm-hmm. i kind of just like having just different figures next to each other i'm not really completist or really uh, collect them all or anything like that mm-hmm. i kind of just pick up figures that intrigue me or i think that i can work into a shot yeah usually so i'll have most of my figures that out over here a lot of work in progress customs sit on my desk There's is a of something prototype i'm working on that's a uh, all soft goods
0: that's really cool i like that oh.
1: yeah I'm, a, I'm gonna post about them real soon i'm seeing if i can get i don't know if you if you know about the uh, the toy Pick community uh photo contest right yeah yeah now. it's a it's the padawan master and padawan i think it's called
0: yeah i've seen so, a couple so this of
1: them is the second round of that one uh, so, if I can get any further, then I think I'm going to try to post my shot of this guy. I I, I, I took a picture of him uh, escaping the Sarlacc. Hmm. I used the uh, Hot Toys Sarlacc pit for it because I have the Hot Toys Return of the Jedi Boba Fight, like that base. Yeah. So, I used that. I thought it scaled a lot better with my uh, 112th stuffing. Yeah. So, I took a shot for that. And uh, hopefully, if I can get some more rounds, then I'll, I'll be posting it for that. Either way, I will
0: post. Yeah, no, that's really cool. I really, like I say, I really like that whole collection you got there because I keep all my shit in the closet. <laughs> like I've got a shelf in my closet, and like, yeah, I feel, well, I wish I could put them in my office, but I don't have enough space because I'm filled with. I've got like a shit ton of frames and camera gear everywhere, so I just don't have enough space. But like they're all in my closet. I wish I could pick up my laptop and show you, but I've got my microphone connected, so I don't want to like drag that with me. Yeah, for sure. But yeah. But um just saying like in collecting and stuff, like I'm kinda like the same as you. I kind of like I'm very picky and choosy now nowadays. Like I just can't afford half the stuff that comes out now. So mm-hmm. I just collect um at the moment I just collect any trooper figure. That's basically all I collect now. Um, the only thing that I full timely collect is the Power Ranger figures because I've gotten, I think I'm all up to date with all that. I don't know why. I just feel like they're I'm like I'm kind of like they like I'm a Power Rangers fan, but I haven't watched any of the new stuff. You know, I'm not. I've, I'm I've only collected stuff from like when I was growing up in the two thousands. But um, yeah, I've just been enjoying them because they just got such cool designs, and um, right. just photographing them is really cool. But is, is Star Wars like your main thing you collect or do you collect other stuff?
1: Um, yeah, Star Wars, I started collecting, um, I I used to collect Legos back in, I think around like elementary to middle school area and then, um, kind of grew out of those and then I started collecting like the three and three quarter inch Star Wars ones, like not, not like a not like a super, like, collection thing, but I used to have just a few. I used to have the Clone Troopers, actually. I used to have a, a few, like, different Clone Troopers and then I had the same of a, of a couple of them, and uh, that's kind of where my custom side kind of started kicking in because then I would paint them up. Like, as I watched Star Wars The Clone Wars, I was, I was noticing, like, they had these, like, different little markings and stuff, and I thought that was cool because it gave it brought individuality. to all these, like, identical characters or identical figures that i had and Mm -hmm. so i started painting those and yeah collection and customizing grew from there um basically yeah started with star wars um star wars is one of my biggest um what do you call that Uh, areas of interest i guess or media or just just things i'm really into i I love star wars um so yeah that's definitely one of the big ones Um, I don't collect nearly as much of, of anything else, but I try to collect different stuff from each other. Like, uh, I got this uh, damn toys figure. It's a uh, his, his name's Old Bone. Yeah. Um, and uh, I'm not even actually sure the origin of this character, but with with the uh, with the figure came like a little comic like sheet. I think with a few drawings of him. So he might, he seems like just kind of like a concept character, which I thought was really cool and neat. So, so yeah, I'll, I'll try to branch out if, to find a, a, to collect interesting characters. That's like apart from what I normally buy. But uh, yeah, I think the broad, um, the broad majority is Star Wars.
0: Yeah. Oh, you save money. You save money. If you only buy like one like line of stuff, then you Mm -hmm. save money like i'm like i've tried to dive into like the marvel legends stuff Mm -hmm. but like i've i've only got one i got that um what is it the miles morales one from the into the spider verse but that was like i only wanted to get that one because i had a tech deck from like years ago i wanted to do some skateboard stuff with it and i haven't used him ever, ever since then so he's only he's just sitting on my desk over here but um yeah, I've tried to try to, you know, reduce what I'm trying to collect because it just takes up all the shelves and shit, and I just can't. One, you can't aff- like one, I can't afford it. Two, I don't have enough space. You know.
1: Yeah, what I find myself doing a lot now uh, is since I don't have the space either to collect all of these, like I have, I I need to sell a few more, but I have a few uh, figures just like laying in random places that that need to find a place so what i'll usually do is whenever i buy a new figure i'll try to sell an old one or something like that for however money this figure sent me back i'll try to sell figure or figures enough to cover that Mm. kind of just like recycling the collection but um, i find it harder and harder to do as they put out better and better figures you know
0: yeah no definitely like recently they have that like it's, I think it's been on Instagram for the last couple of days, but it's that new Boba Fett. The black black series is releasing. It's the Return of the Jedi one, and um, yeah. I, I'm gonna be honest with you, like, because a lot of people are wanting to collect that, but I've already got a Boba Fett. And to me, is I know it's like a, it's kind of slightly different, but I'm just like, well, I've already got a Boba Fett. Do I really need to get another one with like a slightly different paint job? You know?
1: Yeah.
0: It, it's like with um. How'd you say it? But then again, it's like with clone troopers. Why do I collect clone troopers if they're like, you know, they're technically all the kind of same mold, you know what I mean? It's just a yeah. repaint. But yeah, I'm just s I'm a sucker for that. I'm always been a sucker for clone troopers. Cause like that was the like growing up, you know, I had um I had battle I had Battlefront one, Battlefront Two on the original uh on the PS2, and I also had um Star Wars Republic Commando, which is still my all-time favorite Star Wars game of all time. I just enjoy it so much. Mm-hmm.
1: But what, I haven't played those games, but I did play Star Wars Battlefront the one from EA. And yep. Star Wars Battlefront
0: 2 from EA. I'm going to I'm going to say this. i actually mm-hmm. prefer the the EA's version of Star Wars Battlefront 2 than the old one. I'll be real with you because um I went to play the original Battlefront 2 and it was just so janky and like you know how would you say it? it's just like it feels weird playing it while like you play the new one it's a lot more smoother
1: yeah yeah for sure i understand that um, I'm, I'm definitely kind of spoiled with like uh with the uh, with like i guess this generation more or less is more more spoiled with how good the games are right now and uh how like just not a pain they are to play mm. um <laughs> yeah
0: did you ever play Halo by any chance?
1: Um, I don't think I. I've, I've played Halo before at like friends' houses and stuff, but I gotta be honest, I'm not like a huge gamer, so I haven't played like a ton of games.
0: Ah, uh, okay, alright. Like what? What? Like the collection of games? Like you? I know you're not much of a gamer, but um, like what kind of games do you play? Like you know, every now and then.
1: Um, it almost always it'll be games that I can play with friends. I don't really do anything. Uh, the only game that I play alone, basically, is Star Wars Battlefront Two when I'm just trying to get better at the game, trying to get get my upgrade or get get or like grind towards like a like a completing an achievement or, or getting a new gun or something like that. So um, that's the only really game. That's only that's the only uh, game really I do that with, just because it's it's combining like Star Wars with. Uh, with a with a first person shooter, which I just really enjoy. Um, I don't play a lot of games for own, aside from Star Wars. But uh, so usually I'll just be, I'll play a lot of games with, that I can play with friends. Like, uh, have you played a uh, Gary's mod?
0: Yeah, yeah, I play Gary's mod. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, I enjoy I love it.
1: Playing that one. It's it's just super de- de- um, demoralizing <laughs> when you can't get like a a, a good game going because um, it's it's pretty it's pretty buggy and uh a lot of the time like textures won't even work because almost like everything is, like a ton of the content is just made by other players so um it's a very like janky game but i can get like a good game going then it's really fun yeah so
0: i find a lot now playing like like i play video games but it's only like ever it's like review it's ever it's only ever when um... You have friends that are also on to play because I think the last game I I played by myself was probably Skyrim a couple of years back. I don't get enough time to game nowadays because I've got work and such. But every now and again, when I have like a, a group of friends that want to hop on and like do some shit like on Halo, or whatever, I'll be happy to do that. It's a lot more fun, you know. I don't. I'm not very big into playing games by myself you know because it's just kind of like i know i'd play this game if i had like one other person
1: right
0: yeah but in saying that i have played battlefront 2 by myself and i've put i think i've put a few too many hours into that because i only play um it's the heavy class so i think it's the one with the gatling gun and i think i'm like level 550 on him (laughs) (laughs) i <laughs> I put too many hours into that like I've always been a big fan of like the clones with the big mini guns, like the rotary cannons oh, yeah, and yeah. stuff like that. It's freaking amazing. Like um how does there's that one I I can't remember the episode, but it's with that one croissant guard. I think it's like Commander Fawn or something. He has the that one horn, scene yeah. where he has with the minigun, and that's like mm-hmm. how I envision what I'm playing, but I'm probably I'm just getting I get yeah. shot like in the yeah. first couple of seconds. You know? Yeah,
1: it's it's so cool to just have like really really nice, smooth like wit kill streaks. Oh my god. I don't know. It, it just feels just incredibly cool, I don't know. Um one time um during my freshman year, I was playing a game of capture the flag that just felt like a video game like cool moment. Do you mind if I tell it?
0: Yeah, yeah, go ahead.
1: It's it's pretty it's pretty funny. Um, so I, I had been sick that week for uh, up until like Wednesday or something. I had been sick, and then I came back on that Wednesday, um, and I wasn't feeling too well in the morning. But I conjured up the energy to still like go to the school halfway through the day. So uh, I think it was around like uh, just before like uh, nutrition or something, which is like our recess. Um, it's like after our first two classes. Um, I managed to get to class for second period, I guess it was, and the program I'm in, they um, some days like I think it's once a month they'll host like a little like game type thing where um, kids will will uh, will go with their homeroom class and they'll uh, they'll just have fun for, for like an hour I guess some teachers just have them like sit around and talk but um, my teacher plays capture the flag during that. So um, I I joined the game and uh, it was already like halfway through the period. So nobody knew I was even at school yet because um, I had been sick the past few days and I missed the first period. So um, I kind of joined the game, um, just like started running through and I started like passing by a bunch of like people from my classes and a bunch of friends that I, just like a handful of my friends that know me and stuff. They're like, what? Steven's here. So I like run past um, across the enemy field, and I see that, um, so I see in the jail is, uh, a bunch of kids. So I was like, okay, I can try to like run over to the jail and try to release them instead of going for the flag. So then a bunch of people, a couple of people just start like, uh, noticing that I'm from the enemy side and on mm-hmm. their side. So they start coming at me and then I was able to dodge a few people by doing this like little spin thing, cause you're supposed to grab the flag off the belt. So I so I was like, whoa! I can't believe I did that. And then, <laughs> and then that energy just kind of fueled it. So I started um, running toward it again. And one of the teacher that um, that organized the thing, he started chasing after me because he was on the enemy side. So um, he was just a little bit shorter than me, but uh, but he was really fast and he, uh, and he was like good at this game. He loves this game. So he starts running at me, and I was able to do like a little. Uh, Pivot like a, a fake out almost. Like he was running at me, and then I was able to like, pull it like that, and then go back. Here. And uh, the guy slipped out and got like green stuff all over his place, <laughs> like from from the grass. i was, uh, like <laughs> running past him, and then um, uh, there was this there was this wall. Um, so it, it was taking place in like a softball field. So this was like the enemy side, and there was like a wall over here jails over here. So um, some guys guarding the jail started going after me. And then I uh, ran toward the wall. And then at some point, I was like, all the way back up against the wall. And I was able to um, maneuver around them and then run straight into the jail. Like I was going so fast, like just trying to get away from them. And um, I crashed right into the jail. And I fell right next to my girlfriend who had been at the time and I didn't realize she she was in the jail. I was like, hey, hey, because <laughs> she, had, she had no idea I was at school either. So, uh, released the kids from the jail, and then uh, that was basically it. Just talked to my girlfriend for a while after that. That so. oh, that's cool that ass. That was just kind of a fun moment. Yeah. <laughs> just, but it kind of gets that same energy when, when I play Star Wars, which is fun. Like When they can't catch me, they can't shoot me, and I'm able to like, save the objective or something like that.
0: Yeah. No, I had like a similar moment to that. Like, I played. Um, this was back in high. This was back in high school. We had. Um, it was like the end of the year. It was like our last year, right? So, all the all the staff are kind of like, "Okay, what do you like?" They said to our group, "Okay, what do you want to do on your last day?" And we all decided to go. We wanted to do paintball, right? We wanted to do paintball. Oh, so we went out into the sticks, like in the this like forest, right? It was I can't remember the company or whatever, but. We were we were, pl- we were gonna play capture the flag, which was oh my God, it was so good. You had like there was like 20 of 20 aside because we had a very big class, 20 aside and oh my God, it was like the best couple of hours ever, but um I remember there was kind of like a group of me we were kind of like we were kind of getting closer and closer to the flag because we were walking we were like crouched on the ground going through the bushes and stuff and um, a mate of mine saw there was one guy, one of the other classmates who was on the opposite team, just camping around the flag that we were going to take. And um, he wasn't a very good shot. Like, most of the time he missed, but this time he actually shot him, but he got him right in the balls. (laughs) He got him right in the balls. And you just hear, like, in the distance, just a, ah! (laughs) In the forest, you know? And we were like, like we were kind of thinking okay what do we do do we go and help him or do we take the flag and we kind of decided no we're gonna take well i i turned to my mate i said look okay how about you go and check on him i'll go and get the flag so he went to check on him i took the flag and we ran we literally just sprinted down the middle trying to dodge all these paintballs coming at us and we managed to get the flag but oh my God. god so fun i wish uh, i wish i could have done more paintball but oh it's just such it's so fun when you get like such a big class and it's 20 aside and everything it's just crazy yeah
1: um i think the last time i played paintball um, i know actually i played paintball pretty recently i played it uh, a few months back but before that i had played paintball uh, yeah, this is, this is in my freshman year too. This was like at the very start, um, I got invited to my friend's birthday party and, um, they happened to be doing paintball. So, um, we went, and, we went and, and, uh, played a few rounds and I think this was about like halfway through the time that we spent there. Uh, but we entered a game and, uh, we, our team ended up, um, uh, getting like almost all the players, uh, killed or out of the game. But, um, I think it was down to just, uh, just a few, I think it was like me, um, me and two of my friends that were at the party, one of, one of the friends, it was his party that he organized. So, um, uh, eventually I got picked off and then one of my friends got picked off. So it was the last guy there, the the one that invited us to the event. He was the last one. They started approaching him from like all from, I think there's two guys. From behind him, they were approaching, and then there was a gap. No, there was one guy behind him, and then I think two or three like in the front. So one dude was kind of like coming around to flank him. And um, my buddy, um, we were told beforehand to put our arms up like this when you got shot, so that everybody would know you're out, right? So um, he starts getting shot at, and the guy um, somehow the guy starts um, is able to like hit him straight to the crotch. Oh. So, he, so he got hit in the crotch. And he immediately put his arms down instead to block his oh, crotch, shit. so guys can see if he was getting shot or not, or, or if he got hit or not. So they just kept firing at him. <laughs> so he got hit in the, so he got hit, he gets hit in the crotch. And then the guy behind, he, he thinks he, he doesn't think he's gotten hit at all. So the guy behind, he starts shooting him. Guys bent over like, <laughs> so he gets shot in the yeah, and um. After that, uh, he did not want to play Capture the Flag for the rest of the day. Um, it was hilarious, and but it was at his expense.
0: Yeah. Oh. And, uh,
1: it's, a, it's a great story.
0: Yeah, I can ima- I imagine that in my head right now. That's crazy. <laughs> oh, my God. shit! Actually, go on, to, go on to another thing, because you said earlier in the in the podcast you know you're into filmmaking and such um just speaking of films have you watched uh, because everyone's been talking about it but it's that justice league snyder cut
1: oh i watched it yesterday how was it have you seen it
0: um i don't have hbo max but i'm kind of well i i went to a mate of mine he had hbo max and i've watched it i i quite well i enjoyed it 'Cause I mean anything can beat what came out anything can beat what came out in twenty seventeen, you know? Yeah, definitely. But I just wanna get your thoughts on um, it.
1: Yeah, I, I, I pretty much I really enjoyed it, even though um, I fell asleep maybe for like a few seconds at a time. Every like maybe like once an hour I'll fall asleep for like and for like two seconds I'll wake back up, but I'll still know what's going on. Um but yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. Um I was just so drained yesterday for some reason but um yeah it kind of just built on well it's technically like the original like version of how the movie is supposed to be so um yeah uh it's it's just a lot but it's just a i think it's just like a a lot better movie you know like they had they have like the they had the four hours to um like one of the problems that i had with the old justice league was that the villain didn't feel feel very compelling because like you didn't really know like much about him or like behind his motives but they they took the time they took part of their four hours to kind of explain the villain and give them like motivation and stuff like that and they did a lot of things just kind of more like explaining and and you understand why the characters behave how they do a lot more now i think which um which i enjoy um and yeah they're just I, I, it's it's just down to the time i think i think um i think it's the amount of time they were given for this project just really helped them create just a bit a better narrative because there was so much going on in the movie, i think the flash had a character arc cyborg had a character arc. i really loved all the cyborg stuff that, that they had in there because they cut out like his whole character arc in you know in, um, joss wegan's version of justice league so, um, yeah, they, they had a lot more time to spend on um, everything else going on, which is, which was great, yeah. That's
0: mm. no, cool. It's cool as because like, I'll be honest because I've always been more like a, a DC fan. I've always been like more DC than Marvel. And mm-hmm. like DC has really been like, had, like you know, up till then it was really struggling on what it was trying to do because they were trying to do what Marvel was doing, but instead of taking, you know, it was instead of a 10-year plan, they tried to get everything done in, like, three movies, you know? Like, Man of Steel, Batman versus Superman, and then Justice League, while Marvel had four Iron Man Hulk, you know, and then eventually building up on that, you know? Yeah. So. That
1: that was definitely just, like, a huge problem that, um, with justice league uh, the original or the joss whedon one that we that we watched what was that like a year ago now or it's
0: two like a year and a half when did that i think then i think joss whedon's one came out in 2017 2018
1: i think. oh really yeah okay yeah um yeah at, at the time when i saw it I, I was i had the same exact thought process as you um watching this one now um it, it doesn't really, like, I, I kind of can accept it for, for, um, for not being a part of just a lot bigger, uh, uh, narrative, I guess, like, how how Marvel did it by setting it up with all the characters beforehand, like, giving each of them space, you know, um, but I think the way they pulled it off here, um, almost made me forgive that, just because this, I kind of see this movie more as, like, a correct, uh, like, a an artist's vision of what they wanted, like a Justice League movie to be, I kind of saw it as. Hmm. Um. Yeah, just I guess I guess just the the Zack Snyder's Justice League, like his like director's cut, made me kind of gravitate towards that uh, perspective on it. But um, I really enjoyed it for for his interpretation. Um, I know not everybody's gonna like all the details. I don't really like all of the details about it about about the movie but i do really respect his like um, his version of it and how he how he was able to do it justice by doing it Mm. four hours
0: definitely i'm just gonna say spoilers to anyone who hasn't watched it yet so i'm gonna say this right now spoiler but my biggest my favorite moment was actually just at the end when you get to see like he martian manhunter which is like one of my favorite dc heroes he's one of my favorites because i used to watch the original like justice league um unlimited which was like a, a oh, yeah. series yeah, yeah. and um oh my god just seeing like a live action martian martian manhunter was just such a good moment you know it was yeah, just crazy you know, but um
1: have you seen um have you seen this show called young justice
0: yeah i've watched that i'm a big fan of that i love young yeah, justice i'm
1: a big fan of that one too i love um uh, they had a third season that came out on HBO Max. Um, I'm working through it, but it's
0: pretty good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I love that. Season. I I enjoy it because I, you know, because I remember when it got canceled, and like one of the biggest reasons why it got canceled was because they weren't selling toys, which really infuriates yeah, me because that's that's like the driving force of any show, isn't it? Like Transformers or yeah. whatever. If if the if the toys don't sell, then the show just kind of fades you know but i'm really glad that they brought it back cuz young justice was just how like you say it was just such a to me it's like a unique take on it because you know you're so used to batman superman wonder woman green arrow and yeah. such being like the main cast but then having like an actual show that's kind of like based on all the sidekicks really you know like robin yeah. or blue beetle and such you know it's it's i think i'd like to say it's just such a un- unique take, which I really like.
1: Yeah, I definitely, uh, I definitely gravitated toward it a lot when it came out because I'm not sure if I watched, no, I'm pretty sure I watched Jim justice when it hit Netflix, it must've been after it was canceled, but I really, um, I really uh, resonated with that show just because I was also uh, a teen at the time. So, um, being able to, I I guess I always knew like from, from like, um, even from when I watched it, I kind of had more of like a, a different taste in like movies than the kids that um, were around me usually. So I kind of like really, I respected um, Young Justice a lot for the writing and stuff. How it almost made me feel like kind of like an adult watching the show. Like it, it, it's almost like it was meant for adults. It was, it was shown on um, Cartoon Network, but definitely has a lot more um a lot a lot better right yeah
0: better. adult themes yeah. in a sense yeah. yeah but um you can tell like when you watch season three like that is def- like you you when you watch season three you know like this was meant to be like an adult theme show yeah, from the beginning it a
1: little bit since it's on hbo max and since it's like more targeted toward yeah that, that was one of the biggest issues it was just like marketed towards the wrong audience
0: Hmm. like um
1: like a lot of adults weren't buying the boys because they were the fans, not the kids. Mm.
0: So. um, There is one show I'm wanting to make a comeback. Have you ever watched Teen Titans?
1: I'm working through the fifth season of that right now. I, I'm kind of taking my time though because I don't want it to end. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm working through that. and uh, I love Teen Titans. Teen Titans is
0: awesome. Mm. I've been a big fan. I, a lot of my mates, we all grew watch it like grew up watching it it was just um yeah it was just sad that it like it got cut short you know like because especially how the show ends it's like mm-hmm. you, you're just not going to be satisfied knowing that like okay that's the last I, I know they made a movie they did make a movie where they went to japan or something i could be wrong
1: oh i think yeah yeah and there is um uh actually i i know that there's a teen titans versus teen titans go movie. yeah yeah um yeah i think that yeah um but yeah i haven't watched that yet because i'm gonna finish the season first.
0: yeah no definitely do but like you'll be le- like i'll be honest with you, it's gonna leave you wanting more when you know <laughs> <laughs> there's, no, there's nothing know. left you know like it kind of it kind of mind boggles me that you know because I still watch a couple of things. Like, I think the last show I watched on Cartoon Network was either, I think it was either Adventure Time or it was regular show or something. Like, oh, yeah. Like, I finished Adventure Time because I remember watching that, like, around 2012 and it just stuck with me until it finished. But um, it's just amazing how shows like that kind of, like, you know, finish, but yet Teen Titans go. Is still still on, you know? It's crazy.
1: Um, Teen Titans Go is a really interesting TV show for me. Like, not not in terms of like the content of it, Mm. uh, but more like the appeal and stuff like that. I find it interesting because it's marketed towards kids, and you can definitely see that in in the cartoon when you watch it. But um, but it's 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 pretty funny to me how all the characters are kind of just like jerks on the show. Mm um have you ever seen the show called uh, it's always sunny in philadelphia
0: yeah i've seen it yeah. It
1: it very when i watch teen Titans go it reminds me of that because of how like shitty the characters are, yeah
0: like, that's it, like that's a very interesting are, comparison all pretty bad people <laughs> that that's a very interesting comparison i never actually thought of it like that but yeah
1: yeah um because like i noticed like a lot of the episodes either like a nothing gets done by the end of the episode B. Everybody is in like a worse position by the end of the episode, or C. All of them are in a better, uh better place, but not because of the obstacle they are over. Like uh, because of they were able to better themselves to overcome the obstacle, just be kind of because they cheated or something. Hmm. it's kind of funny to me. Yeah, um, they even get pretty. They they get pretty meta about it. I saw this one episode where they're like. Um, where they actually added a new character to the team that's going to be on episodes more. You remember Bumblebee? Yep. So she is now like, um, I haven't seen every episode or anything like that, but I skip around um, episodes that look interesting sometimes. But um, this is like, I think this is pretty recent now that she's on the team now. And um, I saw the episode they were gonna bring her in, they were kind of testing to see how big of an asshole she is, basically, if she can be on the team, if she can like stand them. Because uh they like give her like trials of being just like like hazing her basically. But yeah, it's it's pretty funny how how that got into a that like kind of concept and those characters are like perpetuating to kids right now. Hmm. Like uh kids are still it's the show's still going, which means the kids still like it. Yeah, at least the kids are still
0: buying the toys. Well, that's the thing, eh? That's kind of like I think that's how they like view it. It's like you know, you look at Adventure Time or regular show. I think they look at it as like, well, we know that when we release this, the kids that were watching it then are like, you know, are starting to grow up, and they're kind of like grow out of it in a sense. I feel like I'm not sure if that's going to be like I don't know when t Titans Go started, but I'm not sure if t Titans Go will kind of like follow that where it will eventually stop because the kids grow out of it. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah.
0: But I think, um, like you say, if people keep watching it, then they're going to keep making it.
1: Right. Um. Something. Yeah. That kind of goes back to to Young Justice because um, you could almost say like since they thought. The to- they weren't buying the toys they don't really like it anymore but for the people that watched it at the time now when they bring it back it's I don't not well, how, how many years later is it? you know like 10 years almost or something like that i'd say
0: roughly yeah was,
1: so like me as like a kid who, who watched it around the time when it ended i guess now that i'm growing more i actually appreciate it more because um i actually like i understand film a lot better now and um, just because i'm older and because of learn more over the past few years but um it's it's nice that they were able to bring back that show and even like cater it more towards adults because they're like you know like with how it um just like just like uh obviously they weren't able to do some stuff in the show um, because of like the kids stuff but watching the third season you could definitely going get that vibe that it's definitely
0: for adults for,
1: yeah. like how they speak and stuff like that in there's
0: details they choose to include or that yeah it's like it's similar with um samurai jack when samurai like that that was on cartoon network like samurai jack had like i think five or six seasons on cartoon network back in the early 2000s Like i super enjoyed it but it's like again it's like you feel like i know this is meant to be more for a older audience and when they brought Samurai Jack back in season seven on um, I think they put it on Adult Swim or Toonami I can't remember and um, like the show was a lot more violent you know like he was actually like killing he's actually he actually Samurai Jack actually killed a lot more people in this than any of the other seasons because in the previous seasons he used to just cut up robots but now in this one he's actually like killed people and you just feel like this should have that should have been what the show was years back, but obviously you know you can't right. show that in a kids show. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's it's that kind of similar thing, and um, it's a lot a lot with the Clone Wars. You know, like I felt like you know yeah, with,
1: I was just thinking about
0: that. with season seven, it was a lot more like with a show you grow up with, and then like having that final conclusion, it felt very grown up you know what i mean
1: mm-hmm. like it matured as it grew as well mm. you can even see that in the animation as well they actually try to like improve it over time like um but definitely like the way uh, the stories they choose to do um definitely mature up i think after like maybe around season four
0: mm. what did you think of season seven like you know because it's i have i've talked to some people about it and it's a bit of a mixed bag like they like you know the last few episodes like the mandalore arc it's perfect but then you have um it's a bit of a mixed bag when it comes to the bad batch arc and the like ahsoka's arc with the martinez twins
1: yeah i i didn't really find the martinez twins super enjoyable um i did like bad batch because um it also brought back echo which was a character that I liked from back when, back I think it was like season four or something like that, with um where they killed or they killed off his character you know, in the Citadel arc. So like all those years later, and then they're
0: finally cool, cool. Radio. Okay, so anyone that's just listening to this right now, there was a bit of recording mix up so me and steve were talking for another extra 20 minutes and that didn't record so but i wanted him to plug in his instagram so steve go ahead and plug in your instagram mate
1: all right so uh, you can find me on instagram at scr.concepts um that's where i post some my toy photography i custom work i custom just like personal projects that i work on a lot of stuff goes up there um, but you can also visit my website, which is scrconcepts.net. Um, I'll post my, I post my, uh, custom projects, my, uh, my custom runs that you buy up there. They're not at the moment, but i are going to be updating the shop soon. I'm working on getting some prints up there. So you can check that out if you, if you're, if you're digging it.
0: Okay. Sweet ass. yeah. Right, well, I was going to say thanks again, Steve, for coming along. It's been great talking with you, even though we lost that last 20 minutes. But um, yeah, so to everyone that's listening in, next episode will be in a couple of weeks' time. I'll just need to go and organize that and we should be good to go. But um, thanks to everyone that was listening and I will see you all in the next one. <laughs>